Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. You shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Welcome, everybody. This is the Tony Michaels and this is Gabe Sanchez, and we put together the best of the week from the Tony Michaels Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here for the best of the week. That, frankly, is the point here, that Kavanaugh is so, is, is so hurt that people are, are saying things. They're saying things in the megaphones outside my home. The truth. The truth that I want to strip away people's rights. Oh, the horror. Get out of here with that shit. I have a special guest for you. You know what time it is. Michael Popak, how are you? I'm doing great. I, Do I, look, I look very tan. Am I less tan on the main screen? Uh, no, no, no. You're, you're, you're fine. You're fine. All you're, right. You, okay. You, the painting looks good. Everything everything <laughs> looks, perfect. looks perfect. Welcome back to the show. You know, Tony. I, I've had your colleague, uh, Karen Agnipolo, KFA, here uh, several times since the last time you came. And I have to be honest with you, she's much prettier than you are. I know I know a lot of the people in the chat, they call you the Silver Fox. They've been telling you yum, yum, yum this morning that you were coming on. They're very hungry this morning, Popak. Um, but but KFA, she's, she's much prettier um, than you are, I, I do have to say. I, I don't mean to give you too much hell coming up back on the show, but... I enjoy having you. I enjoy having Karen from Legal AF. So tell me, what do you think about this this uh, protest of of the leaked decision from the Supreme Court? We should probably start there, since I was just yelling and screaming about it myself. Yeah, what do you what What is your take on some of this? Um, these 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 snowflakes being really upset that they're taking away Americans' liberties, and boy, they really are scared that they're that they're that they're protesting about it. Well, uh, Alito. Mm -hmm. anticipated this very thing, which is the expression by First Amendment of of people and their opinion mm -hmm. about the Supreme Court voting to overturn and the first time in 50 years to take away, actually the first time in the history of the Supreme Court, taking away a right that they, ex that, that they had extended to a group that previously had needed protection, in this case, women. First time ever. And he anticipated this protest this proper protest in the streets when he said we it does not concern us what happens after our decision that does not that does not dissuade us from making a ruling under the US constitution what happens outside the supreme court does not concern us okay well if that's the case that when people take to the streets and and pick up pitchforks and torches because of the apparent overturning of 50 years of settled law precedent in the constitutional area and the stripping away of a woman's right to choose, a constitutional right that had been established not once, but twice. It's twice settled law, 1973 and 1992, 
in the follow-up case of Casey. And if they're going to do that, 1992, honestly, 1992 only really um, makes, even though it stripped uh, uh, some of Roe v. Wade away, right? It, it dialed some of it back. Isn't that really in the Supreme Court um, ruling? Doesn't that even more codify it into into the American fabric that that is law just by that decision, even though it turned it uh, back away from what Roe v. Wade gave. I mean, that really having two decisions is vitally important and it makes it even harder for them to justify them reversing it. Doesn't it? The the only just, yes. And for them to start the decision with saying that Roe was egregiously wrong on the day that it was written and we're just fixing it now is really both intellectually dishonest, morally dishonest, and also the scary part, Tony, about the decision, as I've talked about on my own podcast and a couple of other places, the scary part is that by throwing away the rule of precedent, Mm -hmm. the rule of stare decisis, which is the foundation for the U.S. Supreme Court since 1807, by throwing it into the trash can, which he does, and he says at one point in the decision that the the rule of precedent, which is the foundation for the entire Supreme Court and has been since the first decision, that that it has the weakest hold over constitutional analysis. Are you are you effing kidding me? To paraphrase this show, right? The, okay, precedent at the at the constitutional level is supposed to be abided by in every way, shape, and form, and they're only supposed to overturn precedent. If there's a change in the law or in social mores since they last expressed the opinion of the court as recently as 1992. And what has changed? Abortion has not gotten worse medically. People aren't dying from it. There aren't more abortions since 1992. There are less abortions since 1992. There isn't uh, more people that think abortion are wrong. If anything, it has leveled up to the point where now the majority of people are in favor of the woman's right to choose. So if none of those things have changed since 1992, your your audience might be asking, what did change? What changed is they got the numbers. Well, yeah. It's, well, I mean, I mean, uh, money got changed into bank accounts and somehow maybe one of the justices, uh, uh, maybe his name is Kavanaugh. Maybe it's not. I don't know. He he got some debt paid off. Maybe that's how it happened. Maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe. Federal Society, you know, uh, put their finger on the dial. And, and really, um, we've seen this week that even Clarence Thomas says, Oh my gosh, this is egregious. The, the the our institutions are 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 being challenged and people the confidence in them. The person whose wife was involved in helping helping trying to stoke the insurrection is concerned about our institutions being being compromised or or the confidence being eroded. Are you kidding me? Is this is this really the court that we think we can deal with for the next several decades. Do you think that is a do you think that is a thing that that this country is going to put up with? Well, the 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 gaslighting of America and of American right. women have, has already started both by the justices themselves with the horror of the leak and oh my god our institution is being attacked 
Um, following up with the Republicans, this, you know, there's a leak of the Senate. Speaking of leaks, there's a leak of the Senate Republican committee's talking points about Roe v. Wade and the overturning of the decision come the election, which is not the mothers and the babies. We won't go after the mothers and the babies. This doesn't remove abortion as a choice. It just returns it to the states. The yeah, states, states where, right. tw states where right. 23 of them are automatically going to remove this as a right. That is the beauty of a constitutional right. A constitutional right is never supposed to be removed and the rug pulled out from under you because it's a constitutional right. Lindsey Graham took to meet the press or one of the uh, Sunday morning news shows and said, oh, it was never really a right. It, it, was, a it, was, a it was a fantasy right. It wasn't really there. So nothing got taken away. This is the gaslighting of America. And when you and then continue that that thematic, and they know no shame, and they know no there's no such such thing as irony. To have Ted Cruz, who refuses to call the armed insurrection, the attack on the Capitol by 800 plus people, he refuses to call that what it is. Right. But the horror of a few people standing out oh in front god. of a Supreme Court justice oh. with a bullhorn. Oh my god. Uh, that is violence. That, 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 oh my god! How the, how could we ever survive in under America where people were loud? Oh oh my gosh! How how could we ever survive? Listen, Don Don, we like to involve some of the 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 uh, comments here. And Don here is he, oh he's a favorite uh, hate watcher here. He said Tony just accused a justice of taking bribes. That's going too far. Hey hey Don hey Don, I want to remind you that the justice that I am that people out there have have accused not me i'm just repeating what people have said people are saying don what i'm what what you're saying that i'm going too far is that i'm repeating that maybe a justice took a bribe but what not's going too far is taking away women's rights that same justice that i am not accusing of taking bribes i'm just saying that there's some stuff out there in the uh, the ecosphere I'm saying I'm saying to you that it is much, much way too far that a debt justice in particular would take away a woman's rights with his decision after he told us he would not do that. Well, well continue. Continue with Kavanaugh as long as we're on because of your sure. audience. We're on Kavanaugh. Why is Alito quoting Kavanaugh half a dozen times in his own opinion? When did Kavanaugh become the expert on civil rights in America right. of all things. Right. That was a that was a fuck you from Alito. Of all the people up there and all the people that have ever served on the Supreme Court, including real conservative ones that I used to respect like Sandra Day O'Connor, like Rehnquist and the others, like Brent Blackman and all the rest that started out that way. He quoted the guy sitting next to him up on the bench, the one that got um, who cried himself, speaking of crying and clutching pearls, who cried himself during his confirmation hearing because boo hoo. Somebody said that he was mean to them and sexually sexually attacked them during college. That's Brett Kavanaugh. That's one. Secondly, Brett Kavanaugh, of all the people who testified under oath. He was the one that probably came closest to lying under oath because the others were very uh, were very careful in their language. They all said a version of the following: Roe v. Wade is settled law. Mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade is. They didn't say we're not going to overturn right. settled right. law. Right. They just acknowledged that it is. That's like saying, like you know where the poles are for skiing, 
And that's also the same thing as skiing the course the way it's supposed to be skied. No, that's just them recognizing that subtle law. He went a step further. He said, basically under, as you said earlier, Tony, that the combination of Roe v. Wade and Casey 20 years later renders it a decision, a jurisprudential precedent that should not be disturbed. So what happened, Brett? Right. You looked around, you saw you had the numbers, and it's time to clear the shelves of all the things the Federalist Society holds dear. Let's get rid. And then what? And what comes next? Now that they've, if this opinion becomes the majority opinion, which it's going to, this is now an open season, open hunting season to get rid of every every right that's not written in stone in that's the U.S. Right. Constitution. And just to remind our audience. The Constitution was purposely framed by the framers, a bunch of white guys, were purposely framed not to be a code book. It's not like Section 132.48 of the Constitution says this, that, or the other thing. This is a document that you can publish in a pamphlet that's supposed to be interpreted both by the people, its elected officials, and the U.S. Supreme Court, and to put and to put. Uh, meaning onto the words there and and to find new rights. That's We were taught in law school in 91, right on the precipice of Casey, when I left law school, that it was a living, breathing document that we mapped onto it, changing and evolving social mores. Like you know, we're not in favor of slavery anymore. We let right. black, black and white people marry. Right. We, let, we let gays and others love who they want in their bedroom the right. way that they want without government standing there with a with a flashlight, okay? All of those now, when you take stare decisis and you throw it into the dumpster and you can say, we can do anything we want. We're six people wearing black robes. If that's the case, why do we even need cases? We don't need cases to go up to the Supreme Court. They can just issue every week their edicts their commandments of what the law should be in the land. Right. And and for everybody, Tony, who says, let's get a national referendum on abortion. We have a process for that. It's called a constitutional amendment. The problem is because they have the numbers, they only need to count to five. Right. We have to get to two-thirds of the Senate, two-thirds of the House, right. or two-thirds of the states. They only have to count to five 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 middle aged people sitting in black robes, you know, at the Supreme Court. So let so let me tell you that that is democracy, and I believe in democracy. And um, even though even though it may seem like right now that uh, the pro democracy people had their backs against the walls, um, that system of government that you just described is the thing that will get us to a position as long as we can get people educated about what is going on and why it's so important. And there's a few other things that I want to talk about. I'm going to bring Gabe Sanchez on because I know he has a few questions for you too, Popak. Um, hey, but but one one thing I do want to ask you about <clears throat> is. Um, speaking of states' rights, because that's the thing that they do. They're like, oh, states' rights, states' rights, states' rights. Well, the state doesn't have more rights than the, than the human rights, right? Like, the states' rights don't overrule the human rights. Like, that's not that's not exactly how our Constitution was written. But speaking are, of states' rights— I was going to say, are, are, Tony, are we going to let South Carolina re-enslave their black population because well, of states' Well, I, I mean, rights? it is the states' right. 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 It is the state's rights to let white people own other human beings. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But we we had a whole thing. I think it was called um, it was a war. I forget the president. I forget the war. There was a whole thing we did. I don't know. It was 
it was a while ago. You know, it's been a while ago, but we did was it, this. Was whole it thing. was it before? If it if it was before two weeks ago, it's well, totally right, irre- irrelevant. Right. Well, right. Twitter, Twitter. It's not trending on Twitter, Popak. Yeah. It's not trending on Twitter. Civil hashtag Civil War is not <laughs> right. trending on Twitter. No, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe it should be. Maybe it should be. But speaking speaking of states' rights, states do have some uh, have rights, and they have rights to protect their interests. And we see down in Georgia that the state is protecting their interest <laughs> in their election when they're convening a grand jury. What is, what is your take on this grand jury in Georgia? And I'll let Gabe ask some questions too about maybe the uh, New York. Attorney General uh, exercising her state's rights uh, to protect their interest in taxes. So yeah. if we want to talk about states' rights, maybe we should actually talk about the rights that states do have. Well, we, we've said we've said on the Legal AF pod that Ben Ben and Karen and me too that the, the the closest thing that we have to a to a criminal prosecution of Trump mm-hmm. is not going to come from. We predicted this a long time ago. Karen's old office at the New York. Uh, the Manhattan DA's office. It, it, I still think it's going to come from the Department of Justice through the grand jury process in Washington. But the the one who's quickest to it is Fawny Willis in Georgia, who now has her special grand jury in place uh, it, that's going to be looking at evidence to make, in Georgia, it's a little different than other states. It's going to make a recommendation as to whether there should be an indictment. And the sole issue she's looking at is one for which all of us have heard the evidence. And it's the phone call that Trump made with Mark Meadows to Brad Raffensperger, which everybody now knows his name pretty well because of the Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene. Now, who, who knew, who wanted to know Brad Raffensperger before this? Right. But now everybody knows him. You know, he's a, he's a poster child. But he's also a Republican. And he's running in his own race against a Trump-appointed former congresswoman who's now running for that position. So he's got the politics of, of that going on. But look, he testified and he, he's been very honest that he got a phone call from Mark Meadows and Donald Trump that he recorded. And during the phone call, Donald Trump said, can we just find 15,000 votes among friends? That's all. And if you don't do it, it was like extortion. Right. If you don't do it, bad things will you know, you, bad things could happen, including jail, you know? Right. Um, and, and so the question is, is that an unlawful interference with the election process in the state of Georgia by a pres- a sitting president clinging to power to try to get the secretary of state to change the outcome of the election? Yes or no. This is not very hard for the for the uh, grand jury to either grasp those concepts um, or to or to indict. So I- I'm still holding out hope that Fawny Willis puts on that evidence and that gets that grand jury. Do you think no, though? Sure. Do you yeah. think though that that case could go from being a Georgia state case to being a federal case? I mean, no. is that a possibility? So, so what you're saying is, is if he's indicted in Georgia because Georgia's interest is to protect their elections, right? right? Speaking of states' rights, like states do have rights to protect their interest. Their interest would be uh, Georgia. Gabe, do you have a question about the states' rights in New York with uh, with the yeah. ten thousand the ten thousand dollars a day in contempt? Well, have, I mean, have... I think what uh, what are we at right now? We're at a hundred and because it counts the weekends. So we're like one thirty. Yes. I want to say yeah. it's every like it's that. every single yeah, yeah. day, right? It's right. Every, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all natural days. Yeah. He doesn't get a it break is, yeah. on the weekends. No, no, yeah. It's all, not just weekdays. It's it <laughs> right. is seven days a week. That thing. So, is even 30. when he's golfing, even when he's golfing, yeah. it's an expensive he's, day yeah. of golf. But yeah, you you look at like uh, you look at Georgia, right? Yeah, it's like eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes. Find them, right? It's very much the same, like to Comey. I'm looking for loyalty here, right? Like that's the yeah. same, you know, it's uh I'm not uh forcing this on you, but I'm forcing it on you. You know, that's like the well I will you, you, 
You yeah. did it. Did it. You did it exactly right. It's the call to Comey. It's the call to, to Zelensky to hold back four hundred and fifty million dollars in right. aid unless a Hunter Biden investigation and prosecutor is open. It's the yeah. same. There's no doubt. Like Trump couldn't listen to this and go, "That's not me. I don't do those things." Right, That's right. all he does. I mean, I think you could li- you could you could play back the tape. And he would be so egotistical. He'd be like, yeah, that's me. I said those things. Like, he would totally oh, brag yeah. about it because he would like, I love the sound of my own voice. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's the type of guy, which is insane to think about just from a standpoint to be like, we had a president who did multiple times try to influence someone by holding something back from them. You know, like, oh. If which you is called distortion. Right. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's a little quid pro quo here. You do this. Right. I do this. Right? It is insane to think that we had a president like that. And then so you look at. Georgia, I hope that, you know, you, they, they assemble the grand jury and we actually have a case there. You look at uh, you look at New York, you, you've got the $10,000 a day. You look at, you know, Leticia James, who's saying, like, I'm going to announce legislation to expand the abortion access, which would go against. Right. Everyone's like, oh, it's states rights. Well, the state is acting in their own right to protect the women that they feel should have this right that you took away this fake fantasy. Right. Like, again, yeah. to go back, it goes back to the earlier statement, which was like. Does that mean all the other rights are fantasy rights? Like everyone's like, I'm a constitutionalist. So you believe in slavery? You believe women shouldn't vote? Like actually, slavery was in the Constitution. Right. Right. right, right, right. I, I, yeah. 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 The right, the right to own other, yeah. The right to right. own other human beings. That was, was in our Constitution. Right. That right. was in our Constitution. Exactly. But like you said, like the, the Constitution is an organism. It is a living, growing document that is meant to be amended. It is meant to evolve. Like everyone who says the otherwise, I think, are ignorant or don't know anything about our history as a country or the purpose of the document but popak isn't that but popak isn't that the kind of the 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 crux of this of this fascist state that they want it's like well we want to just interpret the words that are there and only the words that are there that way we can dial back as far as we want is that kind of right right. when you when you you're exactly right when you and gabe's right too when you start from the premise that the federalist society which all of these judges have kissed the ring of in order to advance in their careers from law school, clerkships, federal, lower federal court judge, judge positions, and now the Supreme Court. The fealty that they showed to the Federalist Society starts and ends with the following concept, that you, you only interpret the Constitution based on the literal text of the Constitution with reference, when it helps you, to history, and not even our history, yeah, 14th century history, right, right. 17th, 16th century history on abortion. What the I hell mean, is he talking about? Who gives a shit? What right. medieval? What medieval people right. who also believed in leeches, right. uh, burning witches at the stake, mm-hmm. putting them on racks in order to grow them? I mean, who cares what a medieval primitive people? thought about when life was conceived. This is the problem that's always been present in the abortion right, in the right to choose. The problem is the science that was baked into the original decision. If they could have uncoupled the science in Brennan, in uh, in the Casey in 1992, and they said, look, we're judges, we're not scientists, right. we're not medical professionals. We're going to find that under the right of privacy, the interpretation of the constitution, bodily autonomy, that there is a right for a woman to terminate whatever is inside her, embryo, fetus, et cetera, at the appropriate time. We're going to leave the appropriate time to the medical profession, maybe to the states to regulate, 
and that's going to be it. That That's in line with everything else. They don't legislate the exact way that a state regulates gun control. They don't say... If it goes too far, they'll find it unconstitutional. But they don't say there and the Constitution provides that there shall be an ID process and that there shall be a cooling off and waiting period. That's left to the states. Why mm -hmm. the abortion right hasn't just been declared to be we don't like the science. We can't figure it out. But there is a right and we'll leave it to the states to regulate how that right. But it is a right gets executed. Here, they just said the science sucks. It sucked from the very beginning. And we and we're making a decision that that should have been left to the states. We're ripping the right away. And that's it. That's only because they go back to historically, not to current precedent. Current precedent is these people have had the right for over 50 years. Mm -hmm. And look at the ramification. Lower abortion rates, more acceptance of abortion. And safer. That was the problem. The right. problem is women will get an abortion one way or another to terminate an unwanted pregnancy. I thought we didn't want them dying in underground clinics, garages, and back alleys. Right. Well, we don't. Was, well, we, yeah, we, yeah. Don't. we, we don't. We don't. We, oh, we actually we care for right. another living right. person or we a human don't. being there's, there's as opposed to... Republicans who might would, you know, again, Republicans claim, you know, whether it's under Christianity or whatever, they're like, I love, I love thy neighbor. You know, I, I will shelter you. I will care for you. I will, oh, I will gosh. do all these things for you. And, and, and until they need one or exactly. their kid need, and their kid needs one. And then they're on right. a flight to New York or California, yeah. which I don't worry about to go get, you know, how many of these, uh, many of these people have, I don't know what your audience is going to say about this. Do they believe that out of, out of 537 people in the U.S. Congress, there's not one affair going on. Oh, really? Yeah. There, there's there's or, not one or, out of or or yeah. cocaine fueled sex orgies. I mean, come or, on. Let's... Or or a pregnancy that somebody doesn't really want. Right. And, and what are they going to do that because they're rich and famous? They get to go offshore, or they get to right. go to a state like New York and California. Yeah. We we should pass laws that say no no elected official who voted against Roe v. Wade or any of them can ever go into our state to have an abortion. How about that? Yeah. So 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 that's that's one. The, the the second thing is when it when it comes to uh when it comes to abortion and the right and the right to choose. No one's pro-abortion. This is why the language has always been pro-choice, and then they took pro-life. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm it's not like I'm anti-life. Right. Okay. It's not like I'm pro-abortion or any of the people that support it. We're pro a woman's right to choose, right. and we're against government compelled forced pregnancy to term. That is what this or, means. Or that, to death. I mean, here's the right. thing. Or to death. Here's the, here's the thing. Or is, to incest or to rape. Right. Right. Because because we're talking about uh because the science is not is not out on this one. Like we know, we know that it is a clump of cells. You people out there still claiming that life begins when the dude gets his O face is absolutely ridiculous. And and you sound ridiculous. And the more ridiculous you get, the less support you're going to have. And this decision is the most ridiculous turning back. And to think that they're going to stop in red states because this is oh, yeah. this is the nonsense that that I think is um, this is the nonsense that they're going to stop here, right? With red states. Oh, we're giving states rights, and only and only the states that want to ban abortion are going to ban it. That's all bullshit. They're not going to stop there. They're not going to stop their march to get rid of women's rights because this is truly not pro-life it is anti-woman 
They do not want women to have the autonomy over their bodies. It has nothing to do with the fetus. It has nothing to do with the baby. They don't give a shit about children in this country. If they did, they would do something and get off their asses yep. about child hunger. Well, That's we'll, do it, we'll do it this way. Do it this way. Um, if, if this was, uh, I forget if it was a Schwarzenegger movie, if men could carry babies too. Oh, that's or, what I was or, talking about. Or, 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 or em, em, embryos or fetuses. Right. You think this law would have come down? Oh, Let's yeah. do that. You, 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 you think these old white guys would have come down with, they would have found a way at their golf courses and country clubs to come up with a way to save the right to choose if it have impacted them or right. forced sterilization or forced vas vasectomies. If that was up for grabs. Look, I knew we were in trouble during the oral argument when Amy Coney Barrett, who never, who was never a judge, who was only a Notre Dame Catholic law professor. You mean she was unqualified Popak? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> who has seven children yeah. when she, who, who believes in her. And by the way, I'm fine with believing in your faith. Right. Somebody on your, somebody on your channel. I don't know who it is. Um, I don't know. They implied that I'm the devil. It was like, speak of the devil. Here's Popak. All right. <laughs> Great, great. We love having the devil on. By the way, the devil is talk. the devil is pro-choice. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put right. that out there. Yeah, right. You know, start that Twitter trend. All right, now, <laughs> <laughs> now having having said that, I don't even know where I was. Having said that, um, Amy Coney Barrett, handmade. Amy Coney Barrett yeah. during the oral argument. I mean, totally apropos of nothing, like from beyond left field, like from a whole other planet actually asked her question i think she asked one yeah aren't there places where a baby can be dropped off like at firehouses i'm like okay stop okay stop so because there are there are laws on the books and there are in most states that allow a woman who's given birth to a child that she does not want without any questions asked to as long as the child's not jeopardized to yeah. kind of leave it on a doorstep that is the substitute for a woman's autonomy and right to choose. Well, she's just they... taking it back to Moses. You know, she's like, put it well, in the, a thing, drop again, it down the river. Well, that was Saturday Night Live. I, right. I, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought she did a great job. Uh, oh, what's yeah. her name? Did a, did a great job as Amy Coney Barrett. Just do your nine. Just yeah. do your nine months. <laughs> just drop, <laughs> drop the baby. What's the big deal? Yeah. Drop it. Did you guys seen the opening, the cold open? It was, oh, yeah. it was, it was a good cold yeah. open. It yeah. was a good cold open. It Which is, it, it is, it is, you know, it comes back to one of these things where it's like, they're not making anything up. Obviously they're exaggerating some jokes, but this is literally, oh, let me, let me call on this old thing that was done from medieval times. And I'm going to quote this as something that should be used in 2022. And then Why don't you, you quote all the things from medieval times. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Let's right. talk I know, about the sun. Let's I know talk people about People, people popping in right now, Tony, are probably thinking, are they talking about the place with the big turkey legs? <laughs> the evil times? <laughs> no. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, what they want to take us back to medieval times. And let me let me prove it to you before you go, Popak. I've got a clip that I like to play here um, constantly. And the reason why is because he really is the leader of messaging of the Republican Party. You've heard of the America First um, language, right? You've heard of America First language? Of, of course, uh uh, pretty sure Charles Lindbergh used it. it it's and it's also a pro-Nazi language. Mar Marjorie make... Taylor Greene and uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Gates, Charlie um, Kirk, and yeah, Nick so Fuentes. I want, they I should look up the history of America first and when it was first used yeah. in this country so and by me, whom. And maybe show here's you. the thing: maybe they did look it up and they're like, "Yep, this is exactly." Yeah, what I want. that's us.
So mm-hmm. this is this is Nick Fuentes. Do you know who Nick Fuentes is? Uh, he actually no. has this little logo down here at the bottom. It's called America First. This is the this is the guy who's an anti-Semite. He holds Nazi rallies and he calls them America First rallies. And he's the guy. Uh, the NY uh, uh, the FDNY was in the news this weekend for yep. America First guys yelling at protesters. This is that guy. This is his le- their oh. leader. This is the guy that Marjorie Taylor. Well, if I could get it, I right think here. we have copyright infringement on AF. By the way. That looks well, a lot that like legal. A- that it looks like be. my legal. A- uh oh, Popak, the lawyer's on it here. He's he's going to file a brief. L- oh, listen, yeah. so so this person, Nick Fuentes, is the one that Marjorie Taylor Greene went to his rally, um, his Nazi rally, and she spoke, and then she didn't know him. She couldn't recall. You know, she didn't recall a lot of things. But I want to show you what Nick Fuentes, their their master of messaging here, has to say about women and abortions and what the punishment should be. Listen very carefully. The woman should be put in jail, too. They should all go to jail. A hundred years for the doctor, a thousand years for the woman. That's what I say. This is their master of messaging, Pope. Why is it always a guy that looks like he's never had sex in his life? He Why hasn't. He's never had. He's never. Yeah, had yeah. Sex it's always that guy, right? Who yeah. looks like an and they're an, like, an, I, I, I chose incel. to be celibate. Right, right, right. And right. Like, right. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. You chose. Okay. Yeah. I've okay. been choosing since I was in the fifth grade. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Popak, is there anything you'd like to plug before you go? I, I know you probably have to bounce here soon. What What would yeah. you like to plug? Plug anything that you'd like. Oh, all right. Thank you. So uh, every Wednesday and Saturdays, we do Legal AF on the Midas Dutch Network, where we look at, similar to what we're doing here, but we sometimes we bring in some guests, we look at six or eight um, real-time stories from that week at the intersection of law and politics. That's our wheelhouse. That's our lane. And I either do it with Ben Mysalis, one of the founders of Midas Touch, a civil rights lawyer, along with me, or I do with the midweek edition, which is a slightly shorter edition, with Karen Friedman Eknifolo, a former prosecutor in the Manhattan DA's office. And we really look at every story from abortion, anything Trump, Jan 6, anything related to, you know, things that are in the news that are really important, the prosecution of the Jan 6 people. And we and we call it like it is. We call balls and strikes. We don't blow smoke or sunshine. We do it from a democratic progressive standpoint, no doubt. But you know, I'm there, you know, to really um, get under the hood and tell our listeners what the facts are, our audience, so they can go out into the streets and with bullhorns or otherwise and debate these issues with real knowledge and real facts. We have um, on the Twitter community. We have a legal AF Twitter community that people can join where I post information in in and out of each show could be the actual lawsuit. It could be um, the decision, the order, the leaked order, whatever it is, we'll put it all there. So thanks for letting me do the plug. And, you know, we love coming on this show, uh, too. Yeah, well, uh, as everyone knows out there, we simulcast to the Midas Touch Facebook page. And uh, Popak, I know you are you appear over there several times a week on the Midas Touch Facebook page, as well to their other properties. Um, so go go follow Legal AF, go download it, um, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, uh, watch Legal AF. And our, our listeners know you, and they also know KFA. Um, you know, KFA came and she helped us um, break down the Marjorie Taylor Green hear- hearing that day. Yeah. So anyone who wants to go watch kfa do that um we've got that on our youtube channel just go the tony michaels podcast on youtube and uh, see kfa do that but go follow legal af um it, it's did worth I, watch it's worth the listen did, yeah. did i hear or did you tell me pre uh pre pre-party that uh you're gonna be doing the uh jan 6 committee hearings 
real yes. gavel gavel to gavel in june is that true we, it, mm-hmm. it it sounds it sounds like well me and gabe uh, want to live stream just like we did the marjorie taylor green with commentary that um um that day we want to do that for the public hearings of the jan 6 so our plan is to live stream the jan 6 with commentary um from gavel to gavel to make sure that the not just um, our audience sees the hearing itself, but also gets uh, live commentary. So we would love to have you, KFA, yeah. and and Ben uh, from Legal AF come and give us the, some of the legal breakdown as those as those hearings uh, uh, go on, and we live stream them, um, just like we did the Marjorie Taylor Green. So you you are welcome to come and and give us your commentary. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. we I watched it. I watched it with Karen. And, and I know, uh, and Ben would do it too. So I think we'll, it's going to be a week long, um, yeah. must watch TV for democracy, for, for the mm-hmm. Republic's survival. Mm-hmm. I know everybody, I know the Marjorie Taylor greens and the Republicans and some of them are watching the show are like, I, I loved her comment. It was only one day. It was just one day. Yeah. It was just one insurrection on one day. That's all right. like Pearl Harbor it, it was one day. Uh, <laughs> no, like, Hiro- like Hiroshima yeah. was one day. Right. Pearl Harbor that was one day. Right. It was just one day. It was just one day. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you know, one day at a time, I guess. So we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it with the uh, Jan six p- public hearing. So audience out there listening, Popak has just broke news here on uh, the Tony Michaels podcast is we will be streaming live the public Jan six hearings mm-hmm. Uh, from the select committee and Popop. Uh, Sounds like he's going to be joining us. Sounds like he's going to be Yeah, I'm going to jo- I'm going to I'm going to have to join you. That's yeah, fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we look forward we look forward to those hearings and you joining us in your commentary. Uh audience, stick around. We got more for you with the Tony Michaels podcast. Popop, thanks for coming on. We always enjoy having you back. Tell Dave, everyone Tony, over there. Thank at, you. Yeah, See tell ya. us at, tell everyone at Legal AF. We said hi, okay? Oh, uh, we will. Thank you. Everyone thank stick you. around. Yeah. We'll be right back after Thanks, these guys. Messages. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Another video I want to show you, Gabe, that uh, everyone's uh, been circulating around. You know Lee McGowan, Politics mm-hmm. Girl. She has a podcast on Midas Touch. Uh, the, we're proud partners of, of Midas Touch. Um, she did a video, and uh, I want to play She's also going to be on. I, I'm hoping. I'm okay. hoping. I'm hoping um, that we can get Leon to do commentary. Uh, So folks out there that are Lee McGowan politics, girl fans, uh, let her know that you want to hear her, her, her live commentary uh, for the public hearings uh, for the select January 6th select committee um, coming up in in the next month. So um, definitely give her a shout out there to say that you want to hear her commentary, but here is a little bit of her commentary on the current issues. Stop saying the Democrats are just going to lose. You know, the entire world said the Ukrainians were just going to lose, that it was inevitable, that Russia was just too strong, too big, too powerful. Well, that was bullshit. The Ukrainians cared more. They fought back. They were told to surrender and they said, hey, Russian warship, go fuck yourselves. And that is what those of us who love democracy have to say. That's the energy we have to embrace. Hey, Republican Party, go fuck yourselves. You think you can cheat and steal and lie and win? You think you could just take our rights from us and our vote from us and our freedoms from us and we're just going to let you? I don't think so. Yeah, I wish the Democrats could get their shit together and put together a messaging platform that makes sense, that speaks to the moment. But if they can't, we're just going to have to do it without them. Just like the brave Ukrainian citizens fought back from their own windows and made their own Molotov cocktails Mm -hmm. and acted like the fucking ballers that they were, Democratic voters are not just going to give up because everyone says we're going to lose. I'm fighting for democracy for my own goddamn kitchen. And I know I'm not alone. This country is filled with patriots who won't just give up democracy without a fight. We are not going to lose. We can't lose. 
We have to come out in droves and convince our people to come out in force, to vote against this sad, pathetic, backwards, racist, homophobic, xenophobic, misogynistic bullshit party banning books and gays and women's rights. This anti-democratic party without values or morals who wants to take your social security and your Medicare and to fund our public schools and raise taxes on the poor. How can people even consider voting for them? What are they even offering? We have to decimate this party, and then we have to start the hard work of building up a country we can all be proud of, one that works for everyone, which is exactly what they are fighting so hard to avoid. But this change only happens with the Democrats, the one party who still believes in democracy. I think the Republican Party has bitten off more than they can chew. Just like the Russians, I think they've overplayed their hand. They think they're untouchable. But even with all their cheating and lying and gerrymandering, we have to show them that they will never defeat the idea of a free America with liberty and justice for all. Hey, Russian warship, go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Oh, my God. She always has a way of packing like... We do 10 hours worth of content here every single week. And I feel like that we try to convey this message every single week. And she has a way of packing it into two minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Lee, for fighting for democracy from your kitchen, from your microphone. Now I'm in giving people the messaging. So subscribe to politics, girl, go follow Lee everywhere you can. Um, and listen, her breakfast rant videos are are fantastic mm-hmm. as far as messaging is concerned. Um, Gabe, this is this is an important an important time, yeah. uh, and not just like to start this process today, but like tomorrow, uh, next week, next month. We can't afford to start this process, and that is why it is so important for people to yell and scream in the streets, even if it means holding a bullhorn. In front of Brett Kavanaugh's house. Yep. Um, it is time to do that. Speaking of wearing out over time, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know my transitions here. <laughs> um, what, what do you think about, what's your opinion on these protests in front of these justices' houses? Apparently Fuck they em. have. Uh, <laughs> I, this em. is what I think. I mm-hmm. think that people complaining about people showing up to Kavanaugh's house, house I, 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 I think it's totally fine. I think it's totally fine. They're just getting into a little good trouble. They're not causing any harm, right? Obviously, that's that's a problem right there. But if you look at if you look at Brett Kavanaugh and every one of these other Supreme Court justices that are trying to, or or Republicans, the GOP, they are violating other people's rights, right? It only it starts here and it's going to continue on to where it's like, oh, I'm going to go into your house because uh we, you know, we believe we heard that uh you were pregnant and we don't want you to get a, you know an abortion. I'm not saying it'll go that far, but I am saying like the extreme of feeling violated in your own home. Imagine how a woman feels their own body feels violated because they, through whatever means now have to have a child that they don't want, that don't, they don't feel like they have the resources or they don't have the, the proper support to help raise. So they say, I want an abortion. There's nothing wrong with that. But according to the GOP and the Supreme court, yeah, they're just, uh, they have to have the kid, right? What what did what did Alito say? He said domestic uh, domestic oh, the, supply of infants. Well, I mean, right? you know, That's you gotta have inventory, There's, Gabe. You gotta right, have inventory, right. and we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't have people being loud on public sidewalks in front right. of justices' houses. That is just intolerable in this country. Mm-hmm. We cannot have people holding megaphones and saying things that make. These fascists uncomfortable. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Look, 
and frankly, frankly, they're trying to equate people being loud on a street in front of a justice's house because they're trying to strip away people's rights away from them. Right. Equating it to an insurrection. Look, if it were the insurrection, people would be going to the Supreme Court. They would be breaking down the doors, breaking windows, uh, uh, erecting a gallows in front of the Supreme Court and threatening to hang the justices. They are not doing that. That is not a thing they're doing. They're not going in the Supreme Court. They're not. Wait, are you, down are you doors. saying that these people are actually protesting? Yes, in a non-violent, safe, you know, peaceful way. Do you way? know what scares? Do you know what terrifies fascists? Do you know what terrifies them? Absolutely, free speech. Terror. Yeah, yeah, and, and protest. I mean, it is it is the thing that absolutely terrifies them. It has for years. And someone sent me uh, anonymous has this. Uh, I want. I want to play this. Anonymous uh, posted this video from Telecomics Canada. Um, I'm not sure. It, it is a rendition of Woody Guthrie. Do you know Woody Guthrie is? Do you know Woody Guthrie is? The name sounds familiar. So Woody right. Guthrie is a folk music. Um, he wrote folk music, and he had a guitar. And the guitar on the guitar it says, "This machine kills fascists." He wrote, "Do you know the song? This land is your land. Oh, yeah. This land is my land." From the New York Islands, I, I'm from beginning it wrong, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that that is that that Woody Guthrie song is a response to um, uh, uh, "God Bless America," right? So uh, Woody Guthrie wrote that song in in response to um, "God Bless America." But here's the thing: here's the thing is he also wrote a song said, um, "All you fascists are bound to lose. All you fascists are bound to lose." And here is a great rendition that Anonymous had posted of all you fascists are bound to lose. Let's listen. Oh, 
I know a lot of hillbillies, right? Because I'm yeah. in Ozark, so I know a lot of hillbillies, which is a specific, specific yeah. type of redneck. But like the I, Midwest feel is a little different. I would break it like I would see like people uh, tend to lump in white trash, hillbilly, redneck. Right. I think those are three different types of people. Absolutely. You know, like it, it's you could break it down by what they drive. Like a, <laughs> like a white trash is like a Trans Am type guy, but. <laughs> You know, with, with like two different color fenders, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but then like a you know a redneck or a hillbilly, that's more of a truck, you know. But mm-hmm. then like hillbilly is like a lifestyle as opposed to like redneck is an attitude, if that makes sense. You right? Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I I know plenty of hillbillies for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I I at some points in my life I is one, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm from I'm from the Ozarks. I grew up. At the Lake of the Ozarks, where the Netflix series Ozarks is 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 shot, yeah. so um, I I is one at to yeah. some degree. So I agree with you that hillbilly is definitely a lifestyle, <laughs> and redneck can be an attitude because a, a hillbilly can be a redneck. Is that what you're saying? And a redneck doesn't necessarily they're not necessarily hillbilly. Are you, yeah. Are you guys? Is this like a square can be a rectangle, but a rectangle can't be a square? Kind of <laughs> that, that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Don't ask me to give you more examples past the one I gave you because <laughs> that premise might break down. All the pro starvers out there, they're not pro lifers anymore. They're pro starvers. Save the clump of cells, starve the children. That's the Republican Party's motto. And this isn't new. It is not Republicans wanting to starve children is not a new concept. They've always been against WIC, against SNAP, against the food stamps part of the farm bill. They've always, always been against children getting food in this country, especially food that could give them nutrition and save their lives. I mean, as George Carlin said it best, if you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. This is not a new concept that the Republicans want to starve children, especially especially brown children. Oh boy, they really, they really are for that. Because, you know, it says in the Bible, starve the brown children because baby formula Biden's fault. Let's go Brandon Nazis. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head ass speaking.